This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. As Trump's legal team presents evidence of massive election fraud, the Democrat media complex pound the table and demand that he concede. In Detroit, the GOP canvas board members were threatened for refusing to certify the corrupt election results in Detroit. And Josh Hawley exposed big tech for coordinating their censorship against conservatives. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. Welcome and thank you for joining right now. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Parlor and Rumble at Right Now Jim Dawes. I'm still on Twitter and Facebook as well, at least for now. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com or you can call or text the vent line and raise hell at 772-245-0750. So uh, before I get started, let me just say that uh, today's show prep was uh, sort of a jumble. You know, it's it's hard making sense out of all the uh, lunacy that the the Democrat media complex is assaulting us with. And that's kind of what I do on this show is I try to take it apart and, and expose it for what it really is. Uh, the, the disinformation that's designed to make you submit to their globalist schemes. But, you know, I've been, uh, I've been going at this for, uh, well, how long ago was the election now? Two weeks. And it has just reached a frenzy in the Democrat media complex trying to uh, to pull out every stop in order to make you concede. Are you feeling, uh, you know, uh, ready to surrender yet? Are you becoming dispirited and demoralized? Or are you thinking, well, you know, this this thing's done yeah, it was stolen, but there's nothing we're going to be able to do about it. Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated on January 20th, and that's just something we're going to have to accept. I got to admit, I'm moving. You know, I've found myself budged a little in that direction, but um, moreover, I am not ready to concede this. I don't think the president is ready to concede it. Uh, he has sort of, uh, you know, not maintain as high a profile as he normally does. And I think that's because he's working his ass off behind the scenes, trying to get to the bottom of this and find the leverage points in order to expose this massive election fraud. He's got his legal team out there in the field and they are you know, producing masses and masses of affidavits and uh, witness statements of everything that happened media continued to claim that, uh, you know, there's no voter fraud. Well, actually they started out, uh, this, 
this narrative. That's what they specialize in as narratives. They were originally saying there is no proof, no proof, they told us, of voter fraud, any voter fraud. There's no proof of it. There was no voter fraud. Then, as the evidence of voter fraud started to roll in, they said, well, there's no proof of significant voter fraud. And then... As it piled up and piled up, it became there. Well, there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud. That's, that's what they told us. And then now I should say that they've got, you know, thousands and thousands of, um, illegal votes cast in Detroit and Philadelphia and Milwaukee and Clark County, Nevada and Georgia. They're now saying, well, there's not enough evidence of election fraud to overturn the election. In other words, they're acknowledging yet. Yes, there were tens of thousands of uh, illegal votes. But it's not enough to overturn the election. And we need to hurry up and uh, Trump needs to concede. And we need to recognize Joe Biden's office of the president elect, something that has never you know, a term that had never been uh, uh, claimed in the history of presidential elections. He's got an office, he says, of the president-elect before any state has certified their results. And the proof of this voter fraud, this election fraud, I should say, is becoming more overwhelming by the day. Did you see what happened in Michigan last night? The uh, Republican members of the canvassing board in Wayne County, which includes Detroit, voted not to certify that election because none of the uh, numbers reconciled. None of the uh, votes, voters registered, the number of them did not reconcile with the number of votes cast. That is in and of itself pretty strong proof of, of stuffing the ballot. They used to call it. And, uh, and this set off a, uh, an attack on these two Republican members of the canvassing board that, uh, that just blew up. They were on a, a zoom call having this, uh, this meeting when the uh, canvassing board was unable to certify these elections and they, they came under just withering attack. They were called racists. They said they were going to burn in hell. They threatened their families. Here's a little of what it sounded like. Um, this is one of the Democrat members of the canvassing board in Wayne County, um, basically threatening the Republican members better because the secretary of state actually jumped in and did her job unlike you but i know it's not going to change your opinion um you talked about not certifying detroit even though you acknowledged that livonia a city by the way i know you know is 95 percent white had bigger variances than detroit which is 80 percent black we understand and you now added your name so I, i'm not going to try to change your mind i just want to let you know that the trump stick the stain of racism that you, William Hartman, and Monica Palmer have just em- 
covered yourself in is going to follow you throughout history. Your grandchildren are going to think of you like Bull Connor or George Wallace. Monica Palmer and William Hartman will forever be known in southeastern Michigan as two racists who did something so unprecedented that they disenfranchised hundreds of thousands of black voters in the city of Detroit because they were ordered to. Probably, I know, Monica, you think Q told you to do it or some other crazy stuff like that. But just know when you try to sleep tonight that millions of people around the world now on Twitter know the name Monica Palmer and William Hartman as two people completely racist and without an understanding of what integrity means or a shred of human decency. You, The law isn't on your side. History won't be on your side. Your conscience will not be on your side. And Lord knows, when you go to meet your maker, your soul is going to be very, very warm. So you're going to burn in hell for what you did today. How dare you question the election results out of Detroit? A... A voting precinct that has a, a long and documented history of sending people to jail for engaging in voter fraud. But they, they're going to burn in hell because they don't accept this because they're racist. Because Detroit is is majority black. And see, you're not allowed to call any city out for voter fraud if they're not white. You'll burn in hell if you do that. It's really quite amazing. Right after this episode happened, this uh, Zoom meeting that they were holding went down. And when it came back up two hours later, lo and behold, these two Republicans had agreed to go ahead and certify this. And, of course, this was because they were intimidated. They were threatened. They were coerced. Their family was, uh, was vilified. And they issued some mealy mouth, uh, we're going to certify, but we expect the Secretary of State to audit these, uh, these bogus votes. Well, the Secretary of State is a Democrat. She's not going to do anything of the sort. The, the state legislature that is Republican-controlled will have an opportunity to, uh, to refuse to certify these bogus results. But more than that, a, 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 the FBI needs to investigate civil rights violations for political um, threats, political intimidation of these canvas board members. What took place last night? And you had, and I, I could, I could do the whole show of these people weighing in on the public comment section of this Zoom call, threatening the families of these two. GOP canvas board members, they caved shamefully, but their initial instincts were right. What went on in Michigan and Detroit in particular, where they claimed that 90% of the registered voters in, in Detroit cast a ballot. It's never been higher than uh, the low fifties before. And the numbers don't reconcile. It does not work out. But the president's legal team is in Philadelphia and Wisconsin, um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Clark County, Nevada, gathering hundreds and hundreds of affidavits from voters who 
uh, Republicans who said they voted by mail and their votes were not counted. Uh, voters who said they, they never requested a ballot and yet they received one anyway. They didn't vote and yet a vote was cast for them. And down in Georgia, we, had, we now have three counties where they have suddenly found missing ballots, thousands of them. But Stacey Abrams down there says, well, there's nothing to see here. If you want to look at what went on in Fulton and DeKalb County, you are a racist. This is the same Stacey Abrams, mind you, that lost the Georgia uh, race for governor by 50,000 votes, but claimed that it was stolen from her and she was the rightful governor of Georgia. Joe Biden's lead, even after all of these bogus votes rolled out in the middle of the night in Fulton County and DeKalb County, Georgia, stands at 13,000. And just scratching the surface of this vote audit, they've already found I think it's uh, about 5,000 votes that were never counted in Georgia. Georgia was uh, a solidly conservative Republican state for 30 years. I don't think they elected a statewide, uh, a Democrat to statewide office in Georgia for 30 years. And now, lo and behold, Dominion voting systems takes over the votes in Georgia and, and Democrats won the presidential election. If you believe that, I've got some uh, land I want to sell you down here in the interior of South Florida. There's going to be a rally in Georgia on Saturday at the state capitol in Atlanta. I'm going to try to attend that myself. I've got uh, quite a bit of uh, business I need to take care of to, to get up to Atlanta and, and be there on the grounds of the state capitol. You know, they're, uh, they're shaking their fist at us. They demand that Trump concede and that we accept Joe Biden's victory. This, this victory of Joe Biden's amounts to less than 90,000 votes in three states, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Georgia. I guarantee you with what we have seen in those three states that there are hundreds of thousands of, of Biden votes that are fraudulent. This is why... They're trying to hold out the, the illusion that this is, uh, this is all a done deal. Joe Biden has got an office of the president-elect. He's, he's uh, considering cabinet members. He's, he's holding panels and talking about what he's going to do about the COVID who, that just happened to spike at exactly the right time to uh, to allow him to say, well, if Donald Trump doesn't accept my victory, people are going to die. They're going to die. We're going to run out to a break. We'll talk more about this when we get back. Stick with us. Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
Be a part of the 1 million plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-296-1247 now to start saving immediately. Mention promo code RADIO to receive 15% off any plan and for a limited time, one month free. Call 800-296-1247. That's 800-296-1247. Fees billed annually plus a $20 processing fee. Savings plans are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider, plan, and zip code. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets. So Jenna Ellis was on with Shannon Bream last night talking about what happened over there in Wayne County, Michigan. 71% of the precincts ballot counts don't match the total number of voters <laughs> that that is uh, that is prima facie evidence of of fraud if the numbers don't reconcile if you've got more votes than the number of people who cast votes that is prima facie proof of of fraud this happened in 71% of the precincts in Wayne County Here's Jenna Ellis. Yeah, so we're hearing reports as well that that uh, that interim time period of about two hours is really critical because you have these uh, GOP board members who very rightly are saying that they are seeing significant discrepancies. We have reports of 71% of the precincts that the ballot count does not match the voter rolls. That's significant. That is not a political question. That's something that no matter if you're Democrat or Republican, you should be concerned about. Then in that interim two hours in the public comments, even a sitting congresswoman, Rashida Tlaib are accusing these people mm-hmm. of racism. They're getting threats. Then they back off and they say, okay, fine, then we'll allow the Secretary of State, who is a political Democrat operative, to conduct an audit. That's backing off. This is absolutely mob rule at this point, and the president is right that these people need to have courage, and the state of Michigan absolutely should not certify their false results until we get to the bottom of this systematic and pervasive fraud. Everyone is asking the Trump campaign, Shannon, where's the evidence? Well, we have 234 pages of sworn affidavits. There is a letter from 40 Michigan state legislators that was filed yesterday Mm -hmm. to the secretary of state. They allege uh, dozens of allegations of uh, of systematic irregularities, outright fraud, uh, voter intimidation, all of these tactics just in the state of Michigan. You know, the Democrats are always um, harping about voter suppression. They're trying to suppress the vote by asking for ID. Now they're unconcerned about any any violations of voting rights because the voting rights, the uh, election fraud, is being documented. So they want everybody to shut up and accept it. Jesse Waters, um, his monologue last Saturday from uh, Waters Word Waters World his opening monologue, uh, really framed this beautifully. And I'm going to turn the microphone over to Jesse for a little bit. It doesn't add up. That's the subject of tonight's Waters words. To quote Hillary Clinton, what happened? I'm supposed to believe Joe Biden is going to be president? President of the United States? Joe Biden? There's something that just doesn't feel right about this. You feel it too. Joe Biden didn't earn it. 
He didn't really even campaign. He thought he was going to lose. You could see it. He ran a losing campaign. So 10 days after the election, how's he ahead? Let's try to put this all together. Trump was cruising to re-election. He beat Mueller. He beat impeachment. He unleashed the hottest economy on the planet. His numbers were sky high until the China virus hit. We had to shut down the economy. Then the riots exploded. Biden slept through the whole summer. But the Democrats had a plan. Hide Biden, raise money, and scare Americans into voting by mail. In the fall, Trump got sick, recovered, then smoked Joe at the second debate. The Hunter scandal broke. It got censored, but Trump was on the march. The economy shot back up, and Biden was making a lot of mistakes. He was spewing gibberish to tiny little rallies. On election night, Trump trounced Joe in Florida and was ahead in nearly every battleground. Then the states stopped counting. And for the next four days, Trump lost his lead in slow motion. Yeah, that's, uh, that is classic election fraud. When, when the, um, the states stop counting votes until they realize or until they uh, figure out what kind of gap they have to make up, that is the telltale sign that the fix is in. And um, we have seen now that anybody who objects to this is immediately speared as a conspiracy theorist. If they take to the streets to try to protest, the Democrats will deploy their Antifa and Black Lives Matter goons to attack them. And all of this is in the service of, uh, of this uh, globalist agenda that got sidelined in 2016 when Trump was elected that they were determined is not going to happen again. Dominion voting systems in charge of this. Why would you name a company that's doing voting systems Dominion? Dominion for who? Whose domain? That, you know, they they like to sort of uh, laugh in the face of people, but if you're somebody considering implementing a voting system and somebody, a company comes to you named Dominion and their tagline is changing the way people vote. If you look at their logo, it's got a red box and it's got a red ballot going into that box and a blue ballot coming out. I mean, literally everything you need to know about this company is right there in their, uh, their logo and their, the name of their company. Dominion is, is entirely opposite of a democracy. A democracy is, uh, chosen by the people. They, who, who is dominion giving dominion over the people for changing the way people vote? How about changing people's votes? And then they've got this logo, a red vote goes in and a blue vote comes out. It's like they're, they're rubbing it in our faces. It reminds me of when Justin Trudeau jumped the gun and, uh, and made a public statement about how they were going to use this COVID crisis in order to implement the great reset, which if you read the book, it's a book by one of these, uh, 
world bankers. Uh, what what's the group that uh, does um, the big conference in Davos every year? The World Economic Forum. The leader of that group has written a book about the Great Reset, and it's all about redistribution. He wants to make everybody equal, equally poor. The media has uh, picked up Joe Biden's line from his uh, his lame-ass press conference the other day that if Donald Trump doesn't concede, Americans will die. Dire consequences. More people may die if we don't coordinate. President-elect Biden sounds the alarm over the Trump administration's refusal to aid his transition and the impact it could have as the nation battles the pandemic. The president-elect warns conditions will only get worse without a peaceful transfer. More people may die. Transition turmoil. President-elect Joe Biden says President Trump's refusal to allow the transition to begin could cost lives. More people may die. If we don't coordinate. President like Biden said yesterday that people may die if there's not more. <laughs> it goes on and on like that. Donald Trump's killing people by refusing to accept a fraudulent election, you see. Biden's putting together his secretary, uh, his uh, cabinet, and Bernie Sanders wants him to know that he wants to be the secretary of labor. So the guy who never held a job in the private sector, never held, never collected a paycheck until he was 40 years old, he was kicked out of a, um, a, a commune, a hippie commune, because he was so lazy he didn't carry his weight. He wants to be our secretary of labor. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets it either. They want to put Bernie Sanders as secretary of labor and and Focahontas as the Treasury Secretary. We're going to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the hearing yesterday with Jeff Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Stick with us. Son, tonight we look after the North Pole while Santa delivers all the holiday goodies. Wooden ponies, dolls, Xfinity. Xfinity? It's only the awesomest internet ever. The whole family can enjoy fast, reliable internet speed and great coverage all at a great value. Plus, advanced security is included at no extra cost with Xfinity XFi and the XFi Gateway. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Choose the speed that works for you. Up to gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. Today. 
Today there's things disappearing That I worked for all my life I dread having to start again With just my children and my wife I want to thank some lucky stars For trying to bring our greatness back today Cause the flag used to stand for freedom Now they're trying to take that away We're gonna make America great again We're gonna set our country free From the destruction by the party Taking freedoms away from me And I'll probably stand up next to Trump And support him here today Cause there ain't no doubt he'll fix this land God bless Trump and the USA With the fine folks of Minnesota To the great peeps of Tennessee Along with the strong down in Texas From sea to shining sea From the suffering Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Now we can bring back the American dream And it's time we stand and say to Trump and support him here today cause there ain't no doubt he loves this land God bless Trump and the USA We're gonna make America great again so that our country can stay free from the lies told by the media they expect all right all right that is dana kamid k-a-m-i-d-e you can find him on YouTube, he's got a lot of uh, Make America Great Again songs you're going to want to check out. But, you know, we're, uh, we're caught in this uh, sort of netherworld between reality and history, whether or not we're going to be able to uh, turn back the tide against all of these powerful forces arrayed against America and her people in government, in the deep state, the bureaucracy, the administrative state in Washington, in corporate America who want to convert our nation into a giant shopping mall where they control all of the goods and services that go to the people. They want to crush Main Street. They're using this COVID crisis very effectively. The profits for the, for the 
big tech companies are through the roof while Main Street mom and pop stores are getting crushed. They've got media and big tech arrayed against us. And on our side, we've got a uh, patriot who came in, kept his campaign promises, brought jobs back, secured uh, the borders that uh, empowered American workers to finally, after 40 years, start getting pay raises. And they just can't have that, and they're not going to have it. And they've, they've got the, the poster boy for the Washington establishment, 47 years in Washington, never held a job outside of government, Joe Biden. He's old, he's tired, he's incoherent, but he's just exactly what they need to, uh, to turn back the tide of nationalism and populism and reinstitute their schemes on the new world order. We caught him flat-footed in 2016. They never expected that Donald Trump was going to turn out voters who hadn't voted in decades because they saw a man that was finally delivering on the agenda that they wanted. But they weren't going to have let that happen again four years later. And in the meantime, they mobilized all of their forces to try to cripple his presidency. And despite that, he was able to deliver record low unemployment for everybody, all Americans. Finally, after 40 years, increasing wages. And most tellingly, he kept us out of any of these dumbass foreign wars where we send our young people to fight and bleed in the sands of the Middle East for no discernible national interest of America while the military-industrial complex cranks out bombs to bounce the rubble around in Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria You know, Eisenhower warned us about that. And now we have a president that, that actually refused to bend to the military-industrial complex. And now you've got, uh, you know, these political animals at the Joint Chiefs of Staff and in the upper echelons of the military saying that, um, you know, we're not going to defend this president. And it's not our job to defend the border of the United States Trump is uh, mobilizing, trying to get us the hell out of Afghanistan and Iraq prior to the end of his first term. And once again, he's being undermined. One of the, the diplomats to Syria was bragging the other day that Trump just thinks he pulled us out of Syria. He thinks he's got, uh, you know, 200 troops there protecting the uh, oil reserves, but uh, the truth be known, he tells us, there were a lot more troops troops left in Syria. But the president is talking about going ahead and getting us out of uh, Afghanistan. Right away, the swamp mobilized against that with Mitt Romney saying, oh, we can't leave Afghanistan precipitously. We've been in Afghanistan for 20 years, but we can't, you know, we can't pull out precipitously. Only in Washington, D.C. can a 20-year quagmire 
withdrawing from that be considered precipitous. Oddly enough, during the Democrat primary, Joe Biden was uh, also saying we need to get the heck out of Afghanistan. Here's what that sounded like. I was opposed to the surge in Afghanistan. The whole purpose of going to Afghanistan was to not have a counterinsurgency, meaning that we're going to put that country together. It can not be put together. Let me, let me say it again. It will not be put together. It's three different countries. Pakistan owns the three counties, the, the, the three provinces in the east. They're not in part of the Connie's run it. I will go on and on, but here's the point. The point is that it's a counter-terrorism strategy. We can prevent the United States from being the victim of terror coming out of Afghanistan by providing for bases, insist the Pakistanis provide bases for us to... Well, <laughs> I think he's generally speaking against having troops in Afghanistan, but I'm not able to really uh, decipher what he's trying to say there. But the president should go ahead and withdraw, and he should cite Joe Biden during the primary saying that he would withdraw too. He, he should just say, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and save Joe Biden the grief and, and headache of trying to get us out of Afghanistan after 20 years of wasted blood and treasure. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take that off the table. What could be the possible argument for keeping us bogged down in Afghanistan? The place where history has shown that empires go to die. I mean, how many times do these, uh, these idiots need to learn the lesson of Afghanistan? I don't know why we helped the Mujahideen eject Russia from Afghanistan. If Russia wanted to try to impose order over there, more power to them. If they want Syria, more power to you. There's no, there's no juice. There's no upside to trying to impose Jeffersonian democracy on Afghanistan or Syria or Iraq or any of these godforsaken countries. Did you see, uh, uh, Tucker Carlson the other night, he said that, um, he was responding to questions about whether or not he was going to stay on the air at, at Fox News Channel, and I gotta, I gotta give it to Tucker. He has, uh, he's been very courageous in pushing back on the the dominant Fox News line that you know this election is a fait accompli. But Tucker, when asked that question, pointed out that uh, they're expanding his show and that he's getting more staff. <laughs> more staff. What do you suppose that more staff will look like? I think what they're probably doing is trying to flood Tucker's staff with a bunch of establishmentarians, corporate shills, people who will toe the line for James and Lynch on Murdoch. There's still a lot of good programming coming out of Fox news after, um, Cavuto, Neil Cavuto signs off. You you have the five, which uh, you know you've got uh, Gutfeld, who's got uh, who is is not towing the company line. Then they bring on Brett Baer to sort of try to smooth everything out again. 
You got Martha McCallum, who will stray just a little bit outside the lines, and then of course you got Tucker Carlson comes on and just just nails it. Brilliant coverage in Tucker Carlson. I don't know how long he's going to be able to stay there. I'm doing more and more uh, watching of uh, Newsmax. They've got some great shows over there. Uh, Kelly's show is is really strong. We got this race down in uh, in Georgia, the Senate race that uh, pits uh, Kelly Loeffler, who was appointed when uh, Johnny Isaacson had to uh, to resign from the Senate because of health reasons. Kelly Loeffler was appointed by by the uh, the governor of Georgia. Um, she is running for re-election against um, a Reverend Warnock. Reverend Warnock is is one of these um, left wing radicals that is uh, hiding himself in the church. He's sort of like Jeremiah Wright, or dare I say, even Louis Farrakhan. If you look back in his history, and you, you've got video on his sermons, he is about as radical as you can get. He said at one point that uh, military service is incompatible with God. You cannot serve God and serve in the military. That is not going to go over real well in the state of Georgia because the state of Georgia is a a strong military-supporting state and uh, has huge bases uh, down in Fort Stewart and uh, uh, Fort um, uh, Bragg. Well, that's over... Yeah, that's in Georgia, just over the line from uh, Phoenix City, Alabama. Not Fort Bragg. Uh, the the airborne base down there in Columbus, Georgia, Fort, uh, I can't think of it. Anyway, here is uh, Pastor Warnock, the Reverend Warnock. Whom you will serve. Choose ye this day. Well, that was this a, day whom you will serve. You cannot serve God and Mammon at the same. Let me uh, let me do this whole clip here. I, I apologize. I've sort of jacked this up. America, nobody can serve God and the military. You can't serve God and money. You cannot serve God and Mammon at the same time. America, choose ye this day whom you will serve. <laughs> Can't serve God in the military. But although Reverend Warnock believes you can't serve God in the military, uh, Reverend Warnock believes that abortion's cool, though. Abortion uh, definitely is consistent with the Bible. Do you think it's consistent with God's view, that that God endorses the millions of abortions uh, we've had in this country since Roe v. Wade? I think that human agency and freedom uh, is consistent with my view as a minister. Huh. So he would not stand up for life. A man of God will not stand up for life. That's kind of like Joe Biden claiming that he's a devout Catholic, but he also supports abortion. We're going to run out to a break. When we get back, we'll take a look at that hearing Yesterday with uh, Jack Zuckerberg and uh, or Jeff Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey back on the hot seat in the Senate. Stick with us. We'll be right back.
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Instigators, makers, freaks, agitators, fanatics, scallywags, scamps, firebrands, rogues, scoundrels, mojo sexuals, mojo five zero. Well, in New York and California and Washington and Oregon and Illinois and all of these blue states, Michigan and New Jersey and Connecticut, they're busy locking down their economies again. We've got history with this now. It's no longer a question whether lockdowns stop or slow the spread of COVID. We know that they don't. They delay the inevitable uh, marginally and drag this thing out. But, you know, among the the most uh, strident lockdown advocates has been Gavin Newsom of California. He's got lockdown orders in place for 95% of all the counties in California. Of course, he was caught the other night violating his own lockdown uh, mandates attending a, uh, a birthday party. You can find video online of him at that party mingling with over a dozen guests. Nobody's wearing masks. They're not social distancing. It's almost like they don't believe the, uh, the, the scare tactics that they're using against their own populations. Well, if that weren't bad enough this week, we have learned that Lawmakers in California, members of the California legislature, headed over to Maui with a uh, a, a bunch of lobbyists to uh, to party on the beach. Californians aren't allowed to have weddings; they're not allowed to have funerals to bury their loved ones. But the lawmakers that are imposing these same lockdowns traveled on airplanes for a four-day legislative conference to be wined and dined on the island of Maui by a bunch of lobbyists. So (laughs) they're going to be funning and sunning while the people of California are being locked inside and cited uh, or arrested if they don't wear a mask and if they don't stay indoors. Really quite amazing. So we had this, uh, this another one of these hearings in the Senate where they, uh, they dragged Jeffrey Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey. I think this time Google refused to show up. TikTok has never um, shown up to any of these things. And they're, uh, they're documenting Facebook and Twitter's interference in this election. 
And Josh Hawley burnished his credentials as a leader of a uh, candidate for 2024 when he, uh, he called uh, the tech titans on the carpet for coordinating their censorship efforts against conservatives. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. In the late 19th century, the heads of the biggest corporations in America, the robber barons, got together and they set rates, they set prices, they determined how they would control information flow, they determined how they'd get rid of competition. And uh, I'll be darned if we aren't right back there again. Except for this time, you're the robber barons. Your companies are the most powerful companies in the world. And I want to talk about how you're coordinating together to control information. Probably the most powerful companies in the history of the world. Yes, Rockefeller and... Um, and uh, Carnegie and, and the other uh, robber barons back in Teddy Roosevelt's day when he busted the trusts, they can, controlled um, commodities. But now these current tech titans, they control the flow of information. And if you control the flow of information, you control the world. That's why advertisers are so uh, willing to pay these high rates to appear on their platforms. But uh, Josh Hawley... Apparently, he had a uh, a whistleblower come forward from inside um, inside Facebook that brought evidence that they are coordinating with the other big tech platforms in order to track you, surveil you, and censor you. Direct knowledge of the company's content moderation practices, and I want to start by talking about an internal platform called Tasks that Facebook uses to coordinate projects, including censorship. The Tasks platform allows Facebook employees to communicate about projects they're working on together. That includes Facebook censorship teams, including the so-called community well-being team, the integrity team, and the hate speech engineering team, who all use the Tasks platform to discuss which individuals or hashtags or websites to ban. Now, Mr. Zuckerberg, you're familiar with the Tasks platform, aren't you? Senator, uh, we use the, the task system for, um, I, I think it's, as you say, for people coordinating all kinds of uh, work across the company, although I, I'm not sure if I'd agree with the characterization specifically um, around content moderation that you get. Oh, I'm not sure that I would agree. Well, I, I, I'm not sure that I would agree. Wouldn't you think that Jeff Zuckerberg would know exactly what this uh, program is all about? but he's not sure he agrees with it. This guy looks like a freaking space alien. The idea that we've got these two guys controlling so much of the uh, public discourse in this country is ridiculous. They're both obvious. Um, I don't know. Freaks. They're abnormal people. They, they in no way project any sort of, well-adjusted uh, appearance. He looks like Data from the old Star Wars. He Actually, he looks more like an android than Data. Data looked more lifelike than Jeff Zuckerberg. Come on, clip. Having a little bit of technical difficulties here. Let's try it again. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, it's not going to come up.
Jack Dorsey, I mean, um, uh, Ted Cruz, uh, grilled Jack Dorsey about his policy, removing, uh, people because, uh, he thinks that they may engage in violence. Let me shift to a different topic. Mr. Dorsey, does voter fraud exist? I, I don't know for certain. Are you an expert in voter fraud? No, I'm not. Well, why then is Twitter right now putting purported warnings on virtually any statement about voter fraud? We're, we're simply linking to a broader conversation so that people have more information. No, no, you're not. You put up a page that says, quote, voter fraud of any kind is exceedingly rare in the United States. That's not linking to a broader conversation. That's taking a disputed policy position. And you're a publisher when you're doing that. You're entitled to take a policy position, but you don't get to pretend you're not a publisher and get a special benefit under Section 230 as a result. That link is pointing to a broader conversation with tweets um, from publishers and, and people all around the country. Mr. Dorsey, would the following statement violate Twitter's policies? Quote, absentee ballots remain the largest source of potential voter fraud. Uh, I imagine that we would label it so that people can have more context. And okay. How about this quote? Quote, third party organizations, candidates and political activists. Uh, voter fraud is particularly possible where, quote, third party organizations, candidates and political party activists are involved in, quote, handling absentee ballots. Would you flag that as potentially misleading? I don't, I don't, you know, know the specifics of how we might enforce that, but I imagine um, a lot of these would would uh, have a label pointing people to a bigger conversation. Well, conversation. you're right. You would label them because you've taken the political position right now that voter fraud doesn't exist. I would note both of those quotes come from the Carter Baker Commission on Federal Election Re Reform. That is Democratic President Jimmy Carter and former Secretary of State. James Baker, and Twitter's position is essentially voter fraud does not exist. Are you aware that just two weeks ago in the state of Texas, a woman was charged with 134 counts of election fraud? Are you aware of that? I'm not aware of that. If I tweeted that statement with a link to the indictment, would you put a warning on it that says, well, the Democratic Party position right now is voter fraud doesn't exist? I, I, I don't think it's useful to get into hypotheticals. But. Yeah, the, the answer is yes, they would. They most certainly would. They're trying to, uh, to, to uh, straddle the fence. They want to keep their protections under Section 230, that they're not publishers, but they want to engage in the conversation by uh, discrediting anybody who doesn't comply with the the uh, idea that um, Joe Biden won this election. Now, oddly uh, enough, at one point during his comments, and I don't think we're going to have time for him, but Jack Dorsey said that he was really excited that we're at the stage where we can decentralize our company, that he is going to be able to move his operations remotely throughout the world. We can hire people from all over the country, not just in this country, but around the world. So uh, I guess he's saying we don't need any H-1B, more H-1B visas. I'm all for that. But I, I continue to just be amazed that with all of this concern about a foreign election interference, we've got H-1B foreign nationals inside these tech companies censoring 
the conversations of Americans around this election. Where is the CIA? Where is the National Security Agency? I thought we were all opposed to foreign interference in the election, I guess, instead, unless it comes down on the side of the Democrats. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you'll come back here again tomorrow for another edition right here on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Look forward to talking to you then. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.